0: Boys and Coffee Podcast is back another time here. I'm Paul here. D, glad you're back. Bill, what's yes. up? What's going on? You feeling good? You feeling good now? You know, 40 and nothing is not
1: enough. You know that, right? 40 and to zero is not enough. That's the point of this whole thing.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't started, but we've started. We're yeah. going to start with the breakdown of the Cowboys. Beating the Giants, dropping a 40 burger on them and giving them a donut 40 to nothing, a beautiful victory. And listen, I told you before the game, the Giants, specifically Giants media, has been talking all preseason about how Giants close the talent gap, about how the Giants are good enough to beat the Cowboys. They got the brakes beaten off them in the first game. What's your first impression of Giants and more specifically the Cowboys?
1: Well, you've seen and listened to Micah Parsons telling you they competed against each other the preseason. So when you compete with each other, you get better. And they came in, and they just – Giants happen to be – competition, and that's what you do to competition. You destroy it.
0: That's what they did. So Hmm? Cowboys – I mean, obviously, every aspect, defense gets a pick six. The special teams get to block a kick for a field goal, a block field goal return for a touchdown. The offense gets three scores. And, you know, it's not just that they won and not even really how they won as a team. Some of the smaller things. Last season, Cavante Turpin got four touches on the offense all year. Four. He got five in this game. Five, including a touchdown run.
1: And scored a touchdown at the goal line. You know, you see some things game one that was is completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. I mean it's incredible. Dak was 1324, 143 yards with four drops, right? I mean, four drops, and they're still they're still the sixth most efficient offense. In the NFL, listen, if those four drops are catches, he has a 71% completion percentage, and we're not talking about this. And he did everything he could be asked to do. Right, and uh, I think one of them was a touchdown, too. Yeah, well, Cowboys showed they were just by far the better team. The Giants are not in their class. They don't have a shot against these guys, and we've been talking all year about, oh, well. This team is to come out and show that they're – the Giants are fighting to show that they're in the big boys here. Cowboys are coming out to show that they're a Super Bowl contender. From the beginning, now week one can be a, 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 a bit of a temptress, right? We we can get caught up in week one and week two. Patriots, how many times, one or two weeks, and we're like they're dead, and then they win, they win four more Super Bowls. Right, Patriots were shut out some years ago by Buffalo. Right, and thirty-five they, to nothing. That's yeah. right. When, if I recall correctly, it was a lawyer Malloy who had just gone over there, and they were upset yeah. that they let that they let him go over there, and the Bills did right. the out of them. The Patriots won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of things that that Cowboys showed week one that give you a really good feeling going forward. Listen, last year they sacked Daniel Jones eight times across two games. One game this year they sacked him seven times. Five forced fumbles, two interceptions. I mean, what else could you want? A lot of it's, you know, we we, we rip on Daniel Jones because he's not a $40 million quarterback, don't get me wrong. But, man, when that offensive line is getting – Cooked left and right. Evan Neal is a sieve at right tackle. It's scary to think, you know, they're not. He's not acceptable at right tackle for them. He really is not doing a good job. Well,
1: no, no, he's not. Yeah, and he has not gotten better from last year. Their right guard is worse than him. That right side, of, and and you're going to be playing against. The Eagles are going to come up strong up in the front four, and, and and then you're going to continue to have Daniel Jones running for his life. I don't like that style of offense, I I, I I but I told you what the pressure – who's the pressure on? They were, got into the playoffs last year. Yeah. They won a game. Guess uh, what? Coming in this year, mm-hmm. we're going to uh, see how good you are now. You got to – you know, so they got to the play – he's got to – you got to, he's 1-1 one one in the playoffs, okay? And guess what? We reviewed the teams that, who got better. Don't give me college players yet.
0: Right. And the, the Giants. I, went, it was nowhere to be found. Correct. In fact, the only place he was found was a drop across the middle that was thrown behind but still hit both of his hands, and he dropped it. Now, Darren Waller, who played injured because he's always injured, uh, Trey Hawkins, rookie cornerback. L- l- listen, this – a couple years ago, the Bears traded up with the Giants to get Justin Fields. Bears get Justin Fields. The Giants get Kadarius Toney, who they then flipped for a third and a six On so the third round, they took Darren Waller, who has yet to show you that he can be great. They're definitely going to focus on him, but the guys like Marquise Bell and Jerron Curse shut him down. Trey Hawkins, their sixth-round pick is a rookie starter, who God bless they're lucky that it was a torrential downpour, and the Cowboys weren't throwing the ball. Evan Neal, who stinks. Aaron Robinson, what is he showing you? And Daniel Bellinger is a fourth round tight end. That's what they got out of that trade. You know, that we always praise Joe Shane because he's done an excellent job. And compared to Dave Gettleman, the guy might be yes. the best GM in the history of the world compared to Dave of Gettleman. Course. Um, but some of these picks that we're touting. There are a lot of Giants media is saying, oh, they've got it. They've got it. When the reality is the Cowboys on the other side of the ball, they've been hitting picks left and right. They've been getting undrafted free agents and trading for pro players. Look, Dante Fowler getting after the guys. Wanye Thomas with the block. Uh, Jonathan Hankins <laughs> that brought in. Uh, Damone Clark, who played well. Jaron Ron Kearse. And listen, everyone's like, oh, well, J. Ron Kearse is good. Jaron Hurst and Malik Hooker were cast-offs. Right, they were. They were moved on, and look what they're doing. Daron Bland, they picked him up. Like, these are drafts. He got an interception touchdown already, returned. Well, these guys get it. They're the, the, the Cowboys, we always come down to who are they keeping, who are they cutting. That front office, again, ever since Garrett has moved on and since Mike McCarthy has moved in, they seem to know what they're doing.
1: Baba, since he left, it's night and day. Remember I told you day one, I go, something happened in the draft room. That, that
0: that black cloud left or something left, all of a sudden, boom, night and day. And they've made smart moves since. Moving on from Zeke, as much as we hated it as in a personal level, it's the right move. Rico Dowdle, I really liked the pop he was running with the other night. So, Kavante Turpin, you have him, you know, moving him, getting the ball in motion. He scores a touchdown on the run at the goal line. You know, that's the guy you have at the goal line. They're using speed to beat these guys, and it's been a lot of fun to watch. Well, let's
1: uh, <clears throat> find out now. You have you had the freshman playing the varsity, okay? Now you got coming in you got a varsity coming in with that defense um they're going to have issues with the with with their own quarterback our offense
0: has to play better absolutely you know the offense could didn't have to put up as much as they did last week i mean they again they still scored 3 touchdowns offensively you know pollard still looked good Dak I thought a little rusty but really not a bad game. Again, the sixth best efficiency in the NFL last year with three drops. With three with four drops and yeah. the last two drives they were basically like that's it, the game was over, you know what I mean? Right. You no know, it's it's hard to keep the pedal to the metal when you're up 40 to nothing in a torrential downpour, but that's what they did. And one quick side note. Last year Kayvon Thibodeau, and every single game he played recorded a pressure on the quarterback. Tyron Smith held him the first ever game he's played without a pressure. He didn't even sniff. That <laughs> he didn't sniff it. When Tyron is healthy, he's a Hall of Famer. He plays excellent football. It's good to see him back healthy. That offensive line dominated up front. Chuma Adoga did an excellent job filling a left guard. Be honest, did a good job. I think one time Dexter Lawrence got up the middle and made things difficult. But and he's okay. all pro. Right. He's not. A, he's all pro. He's he, an all pro he, player. Yeah. Zach yeah. Martin. I don't, Leonard Williams. I don't even. Did they mention it? They mentioned him once down at the goal line as the Cowboys about to run the ball in for a score. Zach Martin. Very silent. Yep. <laughs> very silent. You know, we. Uh, I also want to bring one up other thing. Cincinnati Bengals this last week. They're Miles Garrett literally playing games with them on the front line and getting sacks. Their offense line is bad. That's generous. Bad. What's happened now is they just released Lyle Collins. They did. That was and, true. You know, he's he's on pup. You know, he can't play for a few more weeks. Terrence Steele has turned into the guy that we thought Lyle Collins would be. That's right. A lot of people who preach doom and gloom, us maybe included, when they let Lyle Collins go and said, We're going to go with Terrence Steele. Well, he's shown that he's legit and he is everything that we thought Lyle collins would be a right tackle i feel bad for collins but with injuries and maybe he's got a little lazy after signing a big contract and guaranteed mm-hmm. did i call that you did yeah thank you you did who's your most impressive player from the cowboys victory this week oh, it's got to be
1: 14 it's got to be 14 he went to play linebacker yeah Marquise bell is an excellent bell. job bell went in there and I went over and saw the the the, uh, the 22 on and the tape. He went in like he played linebacker for years. He's
0: excellent. And he wrapped. He wrapped and, go up and tackled. He's six foot four, right? I think he's six four. four, six three. Yeah. He's excellent. He ran a four, four, one at the 40. Oh, man. He block. played great. I mean, he just, that's it. But the scheme, he fits very well. There's a toss to the right that he just blew up in the back. Oh, it blew up. You know, they. The Cowboys defense. The one that Daniel Jones running to the right. Stupid. Right. And, stupid and it call, like, by the way. It was yeah. a stupid call. It was an awful call because he was already getting beat up in the rain. <laughs> You're giving it, yeah. The reality is it looked like the Cowboys were calling that play, not the Giants. looks like the Cowboys had everything that they, they, they were supposed to do. The Giants didn't look like they had a clue at all. I mean, it, it was really embarrassing uh, Saquon, you know, ends the day, 12 carries, 51 yards. We had an 8 one, that was an 18-yard run in the third quarter. The game's already over, so, you know, 11 for 33. You could have right. it. You could have right. that all day in the first half. It's over. Cowboys have been swallowing him up. I like that they had Vander on the blitz a lot more this time. Mm-hmm. They came after, and they overwhelmed that Giants offensive line. I'm going. Well, to- Go
1: ahead. Go ahead. well, let me just say repeat again. Coming into the game, they were wolf-wolfing it. Everybody said they're they're coming in, they're better. They're they're gonna compete with the cowboys. They're gonna compete. They could even beat the cowboys, they're gonna compete. Nothing. Big, fat, zero, nothing. And and well, and, and and the thing is with this, this is a reflection. On the coaching staff. The coaching staff has to look at themselves and go, "Oh, oh this is not a good one." You, there's, t- there's times you can can beat, okay. It, it's going to happen. You're going to lose by three touchdowns, thirty to fourteen, stuff like that. There was nothing to look at, nothing.
0: Yeah, this was definitely to me the worst coaching job of Brian Dable's career, and, and, is- and the, the place kicker,
1: and I got him fantasy. He missed.
0: Yeah, Graham Gano. The coach, the the kicker, Gano. He doesn't just miss. He kicked it so far to the left, you could have moved the whole goalpost, the whole goalpost left, and he probably still would have missed that. I mean, it was a shank. Now, Brandon Aubrey missed an extra point, but this is his first time kicking NFL. He never kicked. He never played football in college. He was a soccer guy, went to the USFL. And Bones Fossil was talking about it, and it's something he's improved. He improved on it. He hit every other one; and they were almost all right down the middle.
1: Yes, um, yeah.
0: Well, I think they found a guy they can work with. And Bones Fossil is one of the best special team coaches. Oh, in genius! Himself. Oh, genius! So obviously, as you can tell from the you know, blocked kick, it's a it's a breath of fresh air for how many years were the Cowboys saying, "When are we going to break one? When are we going to break one?" Now I feel like on special teams, there's always a chance, especially with Turpin returning and the defense that can block punts or kicks. They could always break one. They could always do it. Let me tell you something real funny. This is this
1: is what the guy they got from the Dolphins Noah in that trade. Yeah, you know he said the Lord's gonna gonna give him a new start, you know, and he kept talking about Jesus, you know, alive in his life and stuff. And how about getting a touchdown? And you know he was praising the Lord. (laughs) You know, you know how happy that is, huh? New start and another team. Boom, boom, boom. you running up the sideline.
0: <laughs> touchdown. I want to know Even how up. much money you made if you bet Noah Igbenogany for the first touchdown for the Cowboys of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean, we're talking – that's the type of pro scouting the Cowboys are doing now. You know, Kevin Joseph, a new start I think was needed for him and for Igbenogany, and they make the switch, a straight-up trade. But you don't really see a lot in the NFL – and I think it definitely worked out for the Cowboys week one. I'll take it if he's going to come in and play special teams like that, that's fine by me. And be you know you mm-hmm. have Jordan Lewis back this week, so he doesn't need to get a lot of reps on the field, you know. But if he's going to be a key special teamer, you know him out there with you know, C.J. Goodwin and the rest of the guys, whew, that's a good that's a good pickup.
1: Well, I was watching YouTube and one of the guys were talking about the defensive line coach Floyd. Has put a little. He, he he's tweaked a little bit with that offensive line, a uh, defensive line, getting after the quarterback in the lanes and stuff. So he's done a nice job already. He has. It's he has. a long season, and I, I you know something. I, I this hype with everything. I'm not. They're not in the Super Bowl. It's game one. They're not in the Super Bowl. They're not the best defense in the league because it's only game one. Okay, it's game one,
0: game oh. one, and. Oh. You don't have to – you can't win the Super Bowl game one, though if you're Josh Allen, you can certainly try. Yeah. Then, <laughs> the guy yeah. plays like he's trying to win the Super Bowl every single play. Um, But the Cowboys, I, I, I've, I've seen improvements so far. Jonathan Hankins is playing better in this system. Osa has two sacks and played tremendously well. Tank Lawrence was destroying that side of the line. I mean, they they – Chauncey Golston, uh, they had three of the top ten D-lineman pass rush win rates and also for defensive tackles. You'll see Micah has elevated his game even more. Now he's he's enveloping – he's taking on the double teams, pushing them out of the way, allowing other players to come in and make make plays. Unbelievable, yeah. That's huge. That's huge to me. So – and you know what I liked the other day? So
1: I want you to know to- – go ahead Lawrence he misses a lot of sacks for some reason I don't know why he misses quarterbacks i I, I don't know he 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 doesn't create the angle there's two more sacks he should have had and missed missed the quarterbacks
0: and he does it a lot listen he has incredible talent that's what separates guys that are great in hall of Fame level from good and hall of very good level like we love tank Lawrence he's just not a big sack guy but he's a big pressures guy. Now he could have, he could, he's a double digit sack guy. He's just one, he's just uh, uh, an inch or two away. How many times it could be another, yeah,
1: yeah inch or two, away. yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: But uh, uh, it's really tough to pull any bad out of the Cowboys, even, even you know, you want to see that first drive of the second half when they get the ball, they're up 26 0. You don't want to see a three. And I feel like under the Jason Garrett era. It would have been run, run, pass. and We would have got nothing. It's a three and out. They get the ball or at least get some momentum or make it a game. Cowboys come out, march on the field, the score touchdown It's over. Like it was over. It was over at 23, nothing, whatever it was. Uh, It it was over after that touchdown. It it was over at 26, nothing. It was definitely over at 33, nothing. That was the score there. That's what I like to see from this offense, this team. Well,
1: McCarthy is calling the plays. Now he's a, a ton of experience doing that over the years. Let's face it. You know, he, he, he knows what he's doing and, but the tone was set. The tone is set that they came out the second half, no three and out. And you know, and I know if we were watching that game, we saw three and out, we'd be pissed. Yep. Three and out make you sick. Even up 26, nothing. You'd be like, come on. And guess what? Touchdown.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I thought it was a great balance. It was 30 runs to 25 passes, but I don't That's think that we like, and I don't think they forced either way. You know, they ran the ball when they, they were up to, to bury these guys to grind on them. You have an excellent right side of the line and the left side played phenomenal as well. You should be wearing these guys out. Keep hitting them, keep hitting them, keep hitting them. You know, look at Kellen Moore. I don't think he's doing that. And look at the end of the game with Kellen Moore calling the plays for the chargers. Guess what? It was a dud the last series when the Chargers had the ball and a chance to win. Reminiscent of how many times with the Cowboys and Dak has a chance to win and these horrible seven-yard hitches on third and eight that just don't do it. Fourth and eight, you'll run a five-yard out and throw the ball. It's stupid. It's a different. It's a different day here in Dallas. It's a different yeah, day. In Dallas. Absolutely, absolutely. Any more final notes before we move on from the Giants and on to the other team in New York?
1: Well, listen. When you listen to Parsons and he and, and he, he, he brought back one of the names that you've heard from out of my mouth for a year, Doomsday. You know, that's what they that's what they're building on. That's what they're building on. Now I'm not telling you it's the best defense ever, but I'm saying what they want, they're building a doomsday de- defense. And that's he uses goal. that Dallas doomsday as a motivator. Correct. That's motivator. That's the goal. Yeah. He didn't now, say that's it. That We won one game. We're, we're doomsday. That's it. He said that's what he mentioned it. Don't get me wrong, but he's – that's what's motivating
0: them. Correct. Now, we're moving on to this week, the Cowboys play the Jets. As everyone knows, Aaron Rodgers torn Achilles. He's out for the year. Right now, they're going with Zach Wilson, and it's unlikely they'll, at this point, be able to bring a quarterback who will be up to speed enough to start on their own this week. So the question is, what's your expectation for the Cowboys versus Jets this week? Who's the Jets' backup? Uh, you and me. Yeah, that's... Oh, it's um. Tim Coyle.
1: Who? Yeah.
0: Hold on. Oh my gosh. Who...
1: Yeah, cuz yeah. White is gone, right? I don't know where he went.
0: Yeah, they don't have anyone technically on the roster. Yeah. No. That's practice squad. Yeah, I don't know. They don't have anyone uh <laughs> They don't have it is it is uh Tim Boyle, excuse me, who was formerly with who was formerly with the Packers, and now he's backing up. So Tim Boyle will be the backup. There's no hope. It's only Zach Wilson going forward. And let me tell you, he came into that game and threw an interception right into Matt Milano's hands as if Matt Milano and he were the only two people on the entire field. It was like
1: playing catch in the backyard. Um, You called this two years ago, Buzz Taylor, you know, right? Taylor's I last name? Zach Wilson. Um, You know, listen, Wilson, I want Taylor. Uh, Wilson, uh, the Cowboys have played smart, ball control, you know, know when to take the shot downfield. You have to outsmart these guys because they can't move the football. We can. Correct. See, they, they're not going to be able to move the football. They can't move the football. He can't even move a football on an average defense. Never by this guy coming on. Let Wilson make the mistakes, right? So you can afford to play conservative. Yeah. This week without keeping without keeping them in the game. That's all.
0: Yeah. The jets scored three points of their own when it wasn't off of a turnover or the punt return that won the game three points. That's what Zach Wilson got them. And that's the type of game you have to play. You don't make mistakes. You keep mistake-free football. Now, honestly, that's that's any game, right? But if you're not turning the ball over to them, they have a very difficult time. There's no reason to go for it on fourth down at midfield against these guys. Pin them deep. Let them try and march down the field against you. Exa- that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Because the, they don't scare no. me. The, you know, Garrett right. Wilson's going to be running against. Right. Me don't
1: league. don't do that. That drives me crazy. That stuff. That's another trend in the NFL: the fourth down stuff at mid, midfield. I don't know. That's a dumb... How many times have I been screaming at the television when these guys... Every team. They all do it now.
0: And the thing is, you don't have to do it with this defense because they're going to take care of business. They're Like, why put them in a position where they can give up 20 yards and then a field goal? How about pin them back and say, okay, you'll get 20 yards and you're going to punt right back to us. And we have Cavante Turpin, who... And our special teams unit, who's going to flip the field again for us. Like, they're at an advantage when they play these guys. The Jets do have an excellent defense. They don't get a ton... Off the edge but they seem to play you straight up Enough now if Quinn and Williams lines up over Zach Martin That don't scare me at all I'll take Zach Martin Against the field any day doesn't matter who we Place If he lines up on the left side if Tyler Smith Is back you know there's still work to Be done but you know The the Cowboys should still be able to run On this they should be able to run on anybody But they should be able to run and they'll Be able to pass I'm not saying they're putting up 40 points again they should be able to Score enough to beat the the Jets. And I think beat the Jets handily because I don't think Zach Wilson, you know, WFAN may disagree with me, but I don't think Zach Wilson's the guy to do it.
1: Um, No, I, I don't think he's the guy. Aaron Rodgers can be in his head. Listen, you, you're going to, the, the, that's their problem, but nah, nah, he doesn't don't show me anything at all. Yeah, he runs around, throws crazy stuff. Yep.
0: Which is mm-hmm. going to be dangerous against the Cowboys defense who knows how to pick the ball off and has ball hawks in the secondary. You know, right. I, I would not be surprised if Zach Wilson has three interceptions this game, because you know, Daniel Jones did it. He rolled out right. Stephon Gilmore gets his first pick in the first game, because that's what they do. These guys know how to intercept the ball. They know yeah. how to play receivers mm-hmm. in space when the ball when the play breaks down. You know, what does Zach Wilson do against Dan Quinn's stunts up front? And if he starts to turn too quickly because the Cowboys get after him a couple of times it could get ugly fast for the Jets. Well, here, here's the thing that, that I'm going to
1: put out there. They may just keep him in the pocket and contain and worry about containment. But the, the, the outcome of it all is they're playing in Dallas, Dallas home field. Okay. And he's in an away game. It's a away game. It's not a home game that he hit. he just came from. Yeah, and and
0: you know, Brees Hall, Brees Hall, shown he, he had an excellent game in his touches. And Dalvin Cook is still tough, but their offensive line is not that good, and that should prevent that should the Cowboys should prevent them from running the ball because they're superior. Jonathan Hankins, excellent against the run. Mazu played decent against the run. He was better than he was in the preseason. I think he's getting more comfortable in the scheme. Yeah. There's still growth to come, but again, that's standard for a nose tackle, D tackle in that scheme. He's not everything he's going to be right now, but he played better, and you can't let these guys run the ball on you. You have to, much like you did against the Giants, pound them physically, stuff the run, make them earn it through the air, because I don't think they have yeah, the weapon. Because this,
1: this offensive line is not. It's not – Better than the Giants. It's actually worse. Oh, correct. It's worse. That right tackle is not going to sleep. Come Saturday night.
0: well I. I He's I not really, sleeping.
1: I'm telling you, you're not going to get. He's not going to get a minute
0: of sleep. Saturday Mekhi, night. What's Makai Beckton? What's Macai Beckton going to do when he sees Michael Parsons lining up against him, and it's third and long? You know he Beckton's a big, strong dude. He is not a fast. Dude, right. so I I worry what he's gonna what he's gonna do when Micah Parsons is speed rushing him on third down, or the Cowboys run a stunt with Tank going out at him and Parsons coming up through the middle, which Micah has shown to be just the most incredible athlete because when he I mean he literally would shuck off a block in the middle, his ability to accelerate even after he's been blocked to get to the quarterback like he did in his sack to Daniel Jones the other night. That's impeccable. It's not natural. The guy is is a lion on the hunt. He really is. Yeah, he's he's fun to watch to, to get after
1: people. I mean, Boza, those guys and Garrett are big, they're defensive ends. You know what I mean? JJ Watt, not JJ, but um TJ. Okay. You know, they, they they're your traditional guy, but he's like a running back out there tackling the quarterback.
0: Yeah, it, it's impressive. It's impressive. So give me a prediction for jets cowboys this weekend
1: well the 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 question is do you think that the jets can score two touchdowns against the cowboys two two touchdowns
0: i don't think so i don't think so Mm -hmm. do i think the jets could get two touchdowns and a field goal against the cowboys defense that's going to be – that's asking a lot, I think, against that defense with that offense with Zach Wilson. If Aaron Rodgers is in the game, it's a different yeah, ball game. It's obviously. a different ballgame. But it's right. Zach Wilson, and, you know, he's shown us who he is. He showed us who he was last week. Again, it, short of Garrett Wilson's incredible touchdown catch, they don't get the touchdown. They don't tie the game. They they don't win. You know, the thing everything had to fall right for them to win that game, including Josh mm-hmm. Allen playing like a buffoon. And, and because mr mr Wilson is not going to see the ball they're gonna, <laughs> they're going to be all over him with digs and and and, right. and Gilmore. so yeah. give me a give me a score prediction for the game yeah what do you think
1: all right it's going to be it's going to be 24 to 6
0: okay oh that's a good one i like that cowboys. one 24 6 cowboys yeah i'll go i'll go 27 7 just all to right. give them a yeah. Late touchdown, twenty-seven-seven. Cowboys is my prediction, and that I think is uh generous to the Jets. I know again, WFAN is here saying, you know, we believe in Zach. We still some of these guys out here saying we're still a playoff team with Zach Wilson. Like, because because you gotta you gotta understand something coming to this game, the Cowboys
1: offense has to play better, but that defense, Mike is gonna turn around and going, those Jets, they they got good defense. We're gonna have to show them we're better. Yeah, and they know they can't come out here and give up 17 points after what they did at Giants. They are not want, They don't want that. There's no way right. – I mean, offensively. I'm not talking about a, a pick six and in a, in a former recovery. I'm not talking about that stuff.
0: Right. Well, here's the thing. People are talking about Zach Wilson like, oh, it just has to be Trent Dilfer with the Ravens. First of all, Trent Dilfer was already a Pro Bowl-caliber quarterback in his career, in his prime, and he was a veteran who knew how to quarterback. Zach Wilson – Quite clearly neither. Yeah, yeah. Not a veteran, second-year player, and he has not been a Pro Bowl caliber player. He has stunk when he played. Not to mention, the Ravens had Priest Holmes and, and, and uh, Jamal Lewis as their running backs on that team. It wasn't. And Jonathan Allen. the line. Ray Lewis said that what you call the Trent was their
1: leader. Correct. He Correct. said it. He said he was our leader. From Ray Lewis? <laughs>
0: Yeah, Come I don't on. I don't think uh I don't think that's Zach Wilson. I don't think that's Zach Wilson. Okay, so you're on record 24-6. I'll I say 27-10. Me. Uh and I think the Cowboys win and move to 2-0. They're 1-0 now. It's a great start to the season. It'd be nice to move to 2-0. Let's move finally to power rankings. Cowboys have done very well for themselves, obviously, after winning 40 and nothing. A couple of the teams above them have lost. What's your opinion? Where are the Cowboys right now in your power rankings? One to 32. And who's above them?
1: Well, the, the key to that that the Steelers got swamped by the 49ers in their ballpark. And then we went we beat our rivals in their ballpark. So I'm gonna put us number one in, in the 49ers number two.
0: Okay. That's fair. I'd probably go 49ers one, Cowboys two, because I probably had a, the 49ers starting higher. Um I'm not putting 49ers one. I, okay, then you're not. So I think uh Eagles are because of arrival. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I get that. I get that. And they yeah. and they yeah. snuff them. I yeah. I think it's harder to be a non-divisional team that bad than a divisional team because divisional team and not as it's harder to beat someone in a division because you see them year after year. Yeah. So the Cowboys always do get bonus right. points for that. I think for me, the 49ers started a little higher and I get, they played such a great game. It's tough for me to knock them off that top spot. I think the Eagles are in for a rude awakening. What life is like without their defensive coordinator and their offensive coordinator. The defense was not terribly great. The front seven, the front four is very good. The linebackers and safeties, you know, you say what you want about Jonathan Gannon, um, losing the game for them, the Super Bowl for them, because they didn't play well. Well, he got that Cardinals defense to play really tough against the Commanders. And then Shane Steichen has shown that he can craft a game for Anthony Richardson and Indy to play very well as, as well. So here's the thing. Eagles struggle with a team that should have beat handily. And if it wasn't for, you know, a turnover here or there, they might yeah, not it have six. Yeah, their offense didn't score. And touchdown. If the quarterback get the wide receiver, gets his toes in, a touchdown, it may be a yeah. different game. and They lose. Now they won. Don't get me wrong. But it's a team that I think the Cowboys will handily beat. And I think that they they should, the Eagles, if they're playing like they were last year, would have handily beat, but they're not. And it's because those coordinators are not in. And these new coordinators, it's not just the players that have to get used to the coordinators, the coordinators have to get used to the players as well. So I'll put the Cowboys at two, I'll put San Fran at one. Let's put it this way Cowboys are in a good spot. It's been a great start. Liz, you couldn't have, you literally could not have dialed up a better game one for this team than a 40 to nothing victory. It's good to beat Dallas. It's good to beat the Giants. You certainly don't wish for injuries, especially like guys, because we've been in that position as Cowboys fans where Dak goes down earlier in the year and your season's cooked. Everybody has. Every every organization has. It's sickening, right? Happened to Brady game one, right? Marino. How about Jason? Remember years ago, Jason Seahorn we in into the, the kickoff and tears his oh. Achilles. Listen, we have two minutes left. You want to shout out anyone on this episode? Well, unfortunately, Daryl
1: Squires. Do you remember, brother? Daryl Squires passed away. Uh, me and mommy are upset with that. It, 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 we're, we're we're broken hearted about it. it we've known he was such a kind gentleman love the Lord. So, you know, we're, we're a little down. We're going to pair respects come Saturday. So we're a little upset with it. You know what I mean? We're upset with it. Uh, It's uh, somebody that we knew and we had relationship with and friendship with, and we, we share the same love for the Lord. So, you know, we keep the the family in prayer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, in our family, we lost our cousin Kitty this week. So we love her and She's in heaven now, just like Daryl. So, you know, we, we love them very much. We're blessed, and we know we get to see them again. So that's it. That, that goes out to them. Uh, what a way to end. <sighs> but we're on to another Cowboys week this week. And uh, we'll be ready for some football come Friday at 425, uh, Sunday at 425. Am I right?
1: That's right. And in the church fantasy, I'm 1 Jack. Remember that. I'm going to regroup. i regroup. I got away from my stuff. And, and how about the
0: tight end for the Eagles? How about catching a pass? Oh, Listen, this is another Cowboys and Coffee podcast. We're glad you guys checked. Catching a pass. <laughs> find us on YouTube. Find us on Spotify. Find us uh, under the designated report banner on Twitter. You can see us anywhere. Uh, Cowboys and coffee. Don't forget to get your coffee in. We're good to go. D, have a great night. I love you. I'll talk to you soon.
1: I love you. Give my daughter in law a hug and kiss the little fella too. Love everybody. Love you. Bye.